Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Illenials Podcast. This is going to be episode two. Uh, oh, wait, is it three? Three. Three? Three? Yeah, three? I'm already losing track. Yes, because the episode that no one liked was episode two. <laughs> yes. Which we, we just, we were two idiots who talked about Star Wars for an hour, which right. was a brand new concept that I thought of that no one's <laughs> done before. And it, it, it sucked. So yeah, let's it do, let's just do the old, let's just do our regular routine. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Could we call what we had before a routine? We had an episode zero, episode one. Mm-hmm. And then and we, we were in we were in topic. full swing. Yeah, thousands of downloads. Yeah, many listeners, tons of emails to our um, our email address. We totally give out. But you know what, Seth? We probably made. Oh, a mistake. by the way, oh, senior yeah. executive, uh, master host, Seth, and I'm just Smith. Um, we may have made a mistake with this podcast thing. I think we may have gotten into the podcast business a little bit too late at the wrong time. What makes you say that? Because the they're going to destroy the internet. They're blowing up the internet, Seth. Or, well, it's more like the balkanization of the internet because, as we all know, probably in some ways, uh, uh, the FCC, under the direction of uh, the Republican administration, has decided to roll back the 2015, I think, Obama-era protections for uh, net neutrality, which is, for those who don't know, and I'm sure most of you probably do know, uh, basically it lets a free and open internet, as they say, basically your ISP can't fuck you over too hard, just a little bit, yeah. just enough yeah. uh, on what sites you can you can uh, sort of visit. And so what we're about to see is the rules are going away, I think next week they're voting on them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're definitely going to go away. And at first, nothing will change. Did you see, by the way, all these companies like Comcast who said, we will never do the things that are going to allow us to do. We'll never do the things that we've already tried as hard as possible to do within the laws. We won't do them once those laws are gone. But then, also, they said, basically, we won't do these things, but still let us do them, though. Like, just give us the ability. You know what, guys? We just want the freedom, you know? It's kind of like being a, uh, a gun owner. Like, do you need a fully automatic weapon? I don't... Listen, hey, hey, hey. I don't actually want to use it. Just let me have it. Let me yeah. just own it, you know? So it's like that. It's like them saying, we, we will push and vote for the ability to do this thing, but we'll never actually do it. They're liars. And now, it's about to come true. What's going to happen is, at first, not much, but they're going to slowly, over the next couple of years or so, roll out a bunch of things where it's like a package deal with the internet. Like, here's your YouTube, Twitch, uh, Netflix, fucking Netflix Hulu. Uh, Hulu, all those. And then, that'll be a package. But, oh, do you want social media? Because here's also Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. I don't know what the social media apps are these you're, days. You're right, you're right. Friendster. Uh, Wait. Uh, Bebo. Go back. Uh, uh, MySpace. Roll it back. All those things that people love. And then another package, it'll be like, here's ESPN and fucking uh, uh, Deadspin and uh, fucking all of websites. And then there's like oh, Fox. See, oh, well, hold on now. Fox News and Breitbart and Infowars and Stormfront will be the basic package everyone's they will, They will be free and open to the public. Free and open to everybody. No restrictions on those yes. websites. Everything else you've got to pay extra for. So what we're going to see is sort of a sectioning off of the internet into uh, tiers of what you can pay for. And I already pay a shitload for internet. I pay $85 a month for passable internet, right? And it's going to get even worse now. Yeah, and it's it, it's actually really funny. I noticed that people were putting out lists of like all of the congressmen and House representatives who like 
how much they basically sold your freedom for, like how much they're getting from the telecom companies. And it's like, this guy got $130,000 from telecom and he's going to vote against net neutrality. And it's actually really funny. I think, I think that they only took that money because it's how much they're going to need to pay their internet bill in, in, in just a month, you know? You know what? $130,000, that's that's insultingly low to me for a bribe. Yeah. If if we're, it, you know what? That's how bad it's gotten with the economy, how rich people are, is the second Gilded Age won't even be as corrupt as the first Gilded Age adjusted for inflation because they're going to even script on their bribes to the fucking Congress people. Yeah, I mean, that's $130,000 for all your people you, you represent freedom? That's... Mm-hmm. That's pocket change. That's nothing. That's or for the people for the people that are paying you. That's yeah. nothing. They could lose that in a in a minute and be like, mm, don't even care. Yeah, it's nothing. And there were some people like like Rhode Island. Somebody was getting like twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, that's all you need. Yeah, come on. Well, at least twelve thousand dollars is an amount of money that I can imagine seeing in one place, maybe because that's a money amount of money that I have actually gained in my lifetime. Yeah, but over time, not all at once. Not all at once. God yeah. no. Um. Well, and then, I mean, you know what, though? Fuck Ajit Pai. Fuck yes. that dude. He looks like a fluke man had put on some fucking skin and wasn't just a, you know, from X-Files. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, that guy. fucking fluke man. His fucking face reminds me of fluke man or fluke boy so much. I hate this fucking guy with his his big, silly Reese's cup. Like, he's just one of us. He's a regular <laughs> dude. You know, hey, I'm silly. I'm goofy. Also, I would like to return the world to a time before the, the lightning was harnessed. Yeah, he's real. Did we talk about this last week? Or the week no, before? we didn't. He's real. Like I, I, I need the flesh. Yeah, like, exactly. Really weird like that. Um, and so it's and, like, uh, it's like, um, basically, he, uh, even the Republicans can't control him in a way yeah. because it. Sure, he wants to help them shovel more money into the pockets of the rich, but then sometimes he'll just like go stony face and silent, and like, and like suddenly a grin will come across his face, and he'll be like. I can't wait to once again raise sheep. And it's like, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. And yeah. And this the thing about net neutrality that sucks is it's, it's it has to get worse before it's going to get better. Mm. People are going to have to learn their lesson over time and realize that this, this is just fucking over all of America. Yeah. I mean, every, these days, pretty much everyone has the internet or some form of cable in their house or any, anywhere, really, even on, on your cell phone. Like cell phone companies are gonna be, are gonna start hiking up prices too for this. For, mm-hmm. for, for already for data is gonna be even worse now, um, and and yeah, that's just, that's just gonna suck for a lot of people. But I mean, hopefully people people learn their lesson, and it, mm-hmm. it's it's a because, tough scenario. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is we talked about this before the concept of bread and circuses that empires need bread and circuses to keep their people complacent. Wow, great that, job. Sorry. With, sorry. The, with the cell phone in the middle of the podcast. That's, Good job. That's my bad. Uh, go uh, Back on topic. What, no, one to second. About, okay. I just got a text message from a net neutrality chain that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a part of, and they're saying, Hey, Seth, December 7th is a big day of action for net neutrality. There are over 600 protests happening across every state. Want to join one? Mm. So that's that's eerily timed, I would just like to say. I want to launch into two topics from that, or yeah. for two little things, subtopics from that. First of all, as I was saying, bread and circuses, take away the porn, you're going to start seeing some fucking, some fucking revolt from people, because everybody watches porn, everybody wants to watch porn, take it away I'm, from people, I'm ready to see what the it. porn package is. Oh my god. 
Um, well, under a Republican government, it'll be nothing. You know, it'll, it'll, be, no, it'll be there with Breitbart. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But, because they know they keep people controlled. But, and there's also this idea of, of, uh, the protests. Going to protests to do, to do this. I, th- I'm, I mostly believe that protests are useful in, in a sense, um, because it shows displeasure from the, from the populace, but we're getting to a point where that doesn't matter anymore because, they don't think we matter at all. They can just—they just know they have our votes no matter what. Uh, they have, or they have the votes to do what they want. But the thing is, is that you know, not everyone can go protest. Not everybody can get off work to go protest. Not everyone can take that day off. Especially the the poorer you are, the harder it is to get out to one of these these protests. Yeah. So the protests just represent really a small amount of people who actually have an issue here, and it's uh. It's, and that's just how it is because yeah. you can't you can't beg off of work for a day to go to go speak your voice and that's how capitalism really fucking gets you is it can say well look only this many people showed up to the protest obviously there's many 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 more who disagree with the protest no it's because we can't go to the protest all the time we can't always get off and go over there we can't exercise our right to assembly our right to free speech because we are wage slaves. We're, we're kept in bondage by our employers and unable to exercise those freedoms we've been given. Yeah. I mean, all protests are just college students and safe space snowflakes who mm-hmm. uh, live with their parents and don't have jobs right, because yeah. because they're too lazy to get one, not because the job market is you know has been destroyed by baby boomers and all other generations, you know? Oh, yeah, that's the thing I always love that I'm saying is about us, about the millennial generation is... You're too lazy to go out and get jobs. Motherfucker, what jobs? Yeah. Where are they at? Show me. Exactly. I would like to go to the job farm where they grow them because they ain't out here. They're not out here. And speaking of jobs, since we're, we're getting sort of towards that topic, the Republican tax bill. Oh, my God. Our our new, the new established order for... For uh, how we're going to just once again continue just, to bow down to rich people. We're just going to be fucking digging down into the the, the the last few pennies of our money to give to them because they need it. And I love these things where like they're, they're they say, oh, they'll take that money. We're going to give them more money and they'll use that to invest in growth. They're going to add more jobs. We're going to raise salaries. No, they're never going to do that. It has never once worked in the history of fucking forever. Did you see Paul Ryan get owned on Twitter by this lady? Mm-mm, no. Yeah, he he put out some tweet that was like it was like meet Cindy. She's a single mother who is who is living paycheck to paycheck, but someday she doesn't want to live like that anymore. And with this new ta- with this new tax reform, she'll get seven hundred dollars extra every month that she can put towards saving and you know getting off to a better lifestyle. And then some lady just came back at him and was like, yeah. Sure, but with your new health care plan and all the other stuff you've implemented, she's actually going to be more like $1,200 in debt every month rather than $700 plus. And, like, she just like, went through a laundry list of things that they've done just to fuck people over Yeah, and just own this guy. Well, that's the difference between, between liberals, conservatives, and leftists. Liberals want to have a world where you live paycheck to paycheck. Uh, conservatives want to have a world where you don't get paychecks. No, you don't get paychecks. You just die. But, <laughs> but the, what they say is they want you to be able to save and, and and have money and be comfortable because you've worked hard and you've saved up, which never actually happens. Yeah. But leftists want a world where you don't even have to worry about a paycheck or saving because you'll be taken care of by the state, yeah. basically by the people. We'll care for each other, and that's just a better version of the future that we want. We want to see, yeah. but. This tax bill has been a disaster on every conceivable level yes. on both sides of the fence. It yeah. has it has just thrown so much shit over everybody. 
like we all know by now this this podcast we're recording they passed it it got passed with the Senate which is not yep. it's not done they have to reconcile it with the House bill and then whatever fucking monstrosity that comes out of that shit if they can even get one has to be ratified by both houses again and then sign by the president but of course Donald Trump will sign his name on anything you put in front of him it doesn't matter just say hey will you sign here sir he'd sign he, he, he really sign likes anything. his name he would fucking outlaw a goddamn bread if he could yeah. if you just put it in front of him he doesn't care he doesn't read the things so the tax bill is not completely done yet but from what we've seen it has been awful what was going on with the whole like uh, last minute changes yeah so uh, it's actually kind of funny how a lot of representatives went out and one second went out and said on twitter and like in official like statements that there were like on there's like 400 pages in this thing there's like there were like hand scribbled notes on the pages they got like an hour before they voted and most of them admitted to not even reading the stuff Mm -hmm. and just knew how they were going to vote anyway and that just it's just shocking to me that not only, I mean, first of all, we all know they're incompetent, but then they, they go ahead and just admit to it mm-hmm. and base, and also admit that whoever whoever reviewed it, I don't even know who, who was doing all the scribbling and all this all these notes and stuff, whoever did that decided to fuck everybody over by giving it to them an hour before and obviously didn't care about how, how they, what you know, these additions or notes actually were. Yeah. I saw a lot of pictures on Twitter of like entire sections that had been crossed out with big X's. Yeah. Like, nope, nope. What, what's going on? Are we really going to pass this piece of shit legislation? And that's the thing. I Okay, I'm going to tell a personal story. I, I go to get my hair cut here in our hometown. I've got my hair cut <laughs> at the same barber shop for 29 years now. I've cheated on him a couple of times with barber shop from the next town over when I lived there. But for the most part, it's been this one guy. And he is he's a nice old man. I like him. But he used to be a big Fox News watcher. And he's moved on now. Fox News wants nothing. Fox America. News was too soft for him. Now he needs one America news. <laughs> the only news station I've ever seen that makes Martha King into a conservative. Like we need to be a racial unity for capitalism. Forgetting his whole his whole like communism and the poor people's march thing doesn't matter. I'm getting my hair cut one time. He's talking about Obamacare because he loves to talk about Obamacare and how. They passed it in the middle of the night. No one knew what was in it, and it just they just rammed it through. And he's old Nancy Pelosi. She did it. The boogeyman of of Congress, Nancy fucking Pelosi. Yeah, she is a fucking ghoul, but not in the way I think she is. But I'm like, Obamacare went through a year just about of intense fucking. They 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 looked at everything. They knew everything was in it, and they get they let the fucking pharmaceutical companies write it. The medical companies wrote the goddamn bill, and then they conceded to the Republicans on every single fucking thing they wanted, and then not a single one of them voted for it. Yep. So now they're complaining now about how the Repu- the Democrats are dragging their feet or they're not want to be not playing ball, and they don't vote for it. And I'm like. But you know what? Hypocrisy is dead. I'm not sure why I'm complaining. That was a dumb yeah. tangent to even get off on. But it, it's very it's very appropriate because, I mean, that's that's how, like you said, like with the health care bill, they, the Democrats conceded and conceded and conceded and then didn't even get the votes from the people who made them concede because those people, they wanted all this stuff, but they can't vote for it because of all these constituents that they have. Mm-hmm. And so even if, even if the bill does get passed just from, you know, de- de- Democrat votes, they got what they wanted and they didn't have to make it, make anybody 
um, unhappy, even though they really just fucked everything up themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Here's how. Here's how fucking. <laughs> here's how fucking limp dicked the goddamn Democrats are. Is after the tax bill passed, Chuck Schumer's tweet was something like. Uh, bipartisanship is very important and tax reform is, is a big thing we should be doing that here in America and the Democrats would have loved to have been a part of the process but our Republican our Republican counterparts just will not come to the table and negotiate and it's like fuck off like no we don't want bipartisanship we don't want you to agree with them everything they want is evil literally every single plank of the Republican Party is evil and it's it's we don't want you to work with them don't compromise go for the throat on these motherfuckers never go never try and work with them they're not gonna they're never going to to try and help you but that's the thing Democrats most of their plank is also pretty bad in the long run too it's got a couple of bright spots in it but most of it's just more of the same shit. Yeah. And another thing about the Republican Party just in general is not only is everything they want evil, it's also boring. Like, wh- they literally want everything, not only they want things to get worse for all people, but they also want it to get worse and then stay the same. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, who doesn't want progress? Who doesn't want at least to move forward? What na- what g- great nation has never moved forward in history, you know? Mm. It's it's just so antiquated and it's anti-government almost because the whole the whole reason the government exists is to push us forward every year by year and they want to they don't want the government they want it to crumble basically but for them to still be in control somehow yeah and it's just it's so stupid well don't forget that's just the, that's just the the, uh, the shit they teach you in school those lies about how America is the melting pot of nations and how here's our demo- how here's how our democracy works. And it's not until you become an adult, and even then, if you're not paying attention, you'll never understand that we're actually being fucked over at every single turn by people who hate those things you were taught in school and actually want to do things that just make themselves richer and get their friends more money. And rewrite those history books so yeah. that you know even less when you get out. Dude, I saw a history book recently where um, in Texas where they really tried to sell the idea that the Civil War was about states' rights. It was like, let's talk about how the Civil War was about states' rights. And, and it's like, yeah, one particular right in, 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 in specific, the right to own other human beings. Yeah, and there was another one that made it so nonchalant that it was just like, oh yeah, the, the first people, you know, the Native Americans, they oh yeah, they, they just moved out. They, mm. they, they were fine with They were like, oh, you need some more land? Okay, we'll just, we'll just move this way. Yeah. They didn't call, they didn't call the Trail of Tears because they were sad. They were just happy. They, they, were, they were crying tears of joy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they didn't believe in land ownership, so obviously we didn't take anything from them. And it's like, no, that's not what they believed. That's not how that worked. That's not, that's not how any of that worked. No, it's, it's ridiculous. So there's all these lies we tell you in school, like when you're a little kid and they're like, oh yeah, here's the picture of the first Thanksgiving where the pilgrims sat down with the Indians and they all had a big meal. Fuck you, they slaughtered those people and gave them diseases and shit and drove them off of their land and stole it from them. Yeah, they don't show you the, the smallpox blankets, smallpox blankets they gave them right after. No, they don't know. show you that. They don't, they don't want to talk about the bad parts of history. Only focus on yeah. our fantasized version of how things were. Oh yeah, and don't, don't, get mixed up and think we don't paying taxes is a is something that's good mm-hmm. everybody should have to do it we just think that it's a little weird that rich people don't have to pay as much as poor or proportionally as much as people who are under them it's just it doesn't make any sense or at all in some cases all yes. these tax shelters and shit they shelters can the breaks all the charitable donation charitable donations you can do and yeah it's just it 
it's not fair, and this tax reform plan is, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the worst one in history mm-hmm. for people who are middle class and lower, which is 99% of the population. Yeah. Hey, here's an idea. How about we take our uh, military and we pull them off of those poor uh, fucking brown people we've been killing for, God, almost 20 years now. And we, how about we invade the Cayman Islands in Switzerland and we just wrap our fucking ass cheeks around their faces and fart down their throats until they give us back all that money the rich stole from us for all these years. Just go ahead and hand that back over. How about that? That, that is a vivid image. You, vivid you had image. that one stored up. I did, because I'm thinking about it a lot. I'm like, because, you know, like I said, fuck the generals, fuck the goddamn officers. I'm with the troops, right? The regular people who who probably don't want to have to be doing this shit. How about we actually make them go fight for something that, makes, that actually would help them and their families instead of just blowing up other families of, of regular people who are trying to get by? How about we don't kill... 30 people in a wedding for no reason because we thought there was one terrorist there. It's fucking disgusting. This is something that I wanted to... I just wanted to bring it up. It's not something we can talk about for a while. Mm-hmm. But the the White House is becoming more and more evil. Literally. Have you seen Melania Trump's... Trump... I keep calling her Trump because of John Oliver. Oh, Have God. you seen her Christmas decorations? Uh, yeah, the very I mean, like horror movie shit. And the, the picture they took of her in it is like she's like cast in the shadow and there's... They're not Christmas trees. They're like, they're literally like switches. Like, you know, back in the day, people would say, oh, go get a switch. And, you know, that's how you discipline your kids. It's literally a bunch of those that are painted white in a hallway with no lights. And it it literally, it looks kind of like, I mean, I don't want to mention it again because everybody hates it, but it looks like a Star Wars. Mm. It looks like something on the Death Star. It looks like, it looks like John Carpenter's Christmas is what it looks like. Fucking scary as shit. And, I mean, that's just one literal visual sign we have that the white house is becoming more and more evil as an entity Mm. over time yeah and it's just ridiculous that i mean that's even real and you know what why is it called the white house a little racist um the the the, it's that it is painted white right because should we just call it like the capitol building maybe that'd be a better a better word for it or just the capitol i don't know the president's house isn't there already a building called the Capitol building. Does the president live in the White House? He does, yes. I think he does. The vice president mean. doesn't. I the learned that from president. Veep. Veep, really? Yes. So the, so the president, they should have to live in this, they should have to be roommates, in my opinion. Yeah. Trump and Pence should have to be roommates and have to yeah, live in the like, same house. Just a couple of years ago, that would have been the coolest show on TV, Obama and Biden, you know, just hanging out, throwing a foam football across the room, yeah. catching it. Um, and now it would probably be the most boring show on TV. Mm. Um, just to, I, I can't even imagine what Donald Trump or Mike Pence going to sleep looks like. Well, Mike Pence has to get into the coffin and fold his arms across his chest first. I, I was about to say, he probably hangs upside down mm. <laughs> whenever he goes to yeah. bed. Or he probably actually just, uh, get, he just fucks the shit out of a horse first and then he goes to bed. Um, but no, like for real though, the president and the vice president should be required to live in a college style dorm room with a bunk bed. That's right next to the Oval what Office. What about their wives? They don't fuck. No, they, they, live, they, in they live in their own houses. No, okay. you are here. You're serving the country. You understand me? You're gonna fucking live in this little dormitory with this other guy that you probably hate. Yeah, just like I had to do in college. That's how it's gonna be. That's that's how I feel. That's also like, like senators. They shouldn't get these nice lavish houses in fucking uh, Washington D.C. They should live in a fucking barracks. You understand? Like a military-style barracks. Yeah. All all hundred senators living in the same room. Everyone has to 
go to bed and get up at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. There are group showers. Right. There is there's a mess hall, a rec room, everything. Yeah. And then they have to drive their asses to the to what building is they meet in? The Senate building. The Senate building. And that's when they get whipped into shape. Yeah, exactly. I want to see Bernie Sanders share a bunk with uh, Rand Paul. Uh, oh, by the way, Rand Paul. We're talking about, we are making some good TV shows We here. are making some good TV shows. Rand Paul got his ass beat by his neighbor over what? Some fucking leaves or grass or something or what? Yeah, he like had a, his tree was too big or something and he didn't want to deal with it. So, and he just, he just tells the guy, oh no, I can do whatever I want. And then... He beat got, the shit out of him. He got beat up. Dude, how funny is that shit? It's like back to the old days when they like caned people in, in, in Congress and whatnot. I think, I honestly think we should bring back um, duels. Duels? I think people should be able to go, like politicians especially, be able to go in the street mm. and be like, hey, I'm one of us is going to die right now. Yeah. Let's see. And they pull out a nice case, has two pistols in it, and then they go at it. I think, I, I have no problem with that. What I don't want to see, though, is like, instead of like the old style where you walk 10 paces and turn and shoot, like have a special like area set up for it and just like a John Wick style, like like tactical uh, two-man battle in the middle of the road. You, don't you want to see like a, like like two like Joe Manchin and fucking uh, <laughs> and and uh, Chuck Schumer just strapped with uh, with two pistols running around dodging behind cars? Yeah, we each should other? like put him in like an area that has like some cover and stuff mm. that you can take, not just like a straight up point and shoot yeah. kind of thing. Oh, now televise it. Mm, now we're getting into well, some. I thought that was the entire point of all this. We got all these drones. I got cameras on yeah. it right now. Just fucking have a drone. Just just Let's broadcast live it. stream it on Twitch. Yeah, you know fucking great it'll be better than any video game i've ever watched probably true yeah or like twitch plays congress how about that like twitch controls the congressman i'm actually convinced that's kind of what's happening <laughs> but they only gave the link to certain people yeah that, that's true. what i feel like has happened they gave it to the worst people they gave it to the people who were fucking like putting a, a, a hashtag gamergate in their fucking profiles back in 2014 uh, by the way here's an interesting thing i wanted to tell you about this happened yesterday i was on twitter I was looking through some stuff, and I saw a tweet, and I clicked on it to look at some like the replies, because I thought there'd be some good shit in these replies, because it was a, uh, like it was a tweet from Anita Sarkeesian, remember her? Yeah. Um, the person who like, ruined video games. Yeah, the person who ruined video games herself, partially, went to every game developer and said, no, you can't have male characters anymore. Yeah. Only uh, black, lesbian, female, trans, disabled characters. And all those ones on. you made before are now bad, and no yeah. one can like them. Exactly. It's, it's however history going. Yeah. And so she was like saying that she wouldn't tolerate like transphobia or something from somebody. And I went down, I went down, I went down, I went down. I saw there was a tweet from someone that I had blocked. Yes, I do block people on Twitter. And I clicked on it because I was curious. And the person was like agreeing with her. So I went to their their, their fucking like uh, profile. This is one of those like uh, op Skynet Gamergate people from back in the day. And I was reading it. And this person had like completely changed their opinions on stuff. They had done like a 180 on on their beliefs. And I was like, it gave me a little bit of hope. It gave me a little bit yeah. of hope that, that people would uh could 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 change in that sort of way. Yes, it happened to the um you know, the the Phelps family, how they run the Westboro Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. The granddaughter who used to be she was their social media presence once they decided to do social media. Um she was on Twitter, you know, she believed everything, she spouted it out. People people, you know, were against her and would violent like just come at her and be like, Hey, you're wrong, Western Radio Church is bad. And this happened like four or five years ago, and today she is now married to her Twitter troll, the guy who first like told her she was wrong, 
and she she does she's not part of the church anymore. She's left. Her family's excommunicated her, and she's total she's totally normal now. She just she doesn't believe all that crazy shit anymore. She's very I'd say she at this point she's probably pretty liberal, mm-hmm. and, and it's just it's just crazy how this person who was literally born into this and was never it was always told that what they believe was right was able to change their beliefs just from you know getting some actual constructive criticism from people on Twitter. Yeah. It's a, it's crazy, man. The internet is uh, is real life now. People always say like uh, uh, like there's that old um, that old uh, uh, the biggest like representation is that old tweet tweet from Tyler the Creator about uh, cyberbullying. Yeah, and how you can just walk away from the computer and like no, you can't because the computer is everywhere. The computer's yeah. in your pocket. It's it's the people around you are looking at the computer. If something happens on there, it affects your real life. Like. Like in, in a sense of like a, a way it's affected somebody was that guy the guy that got profiled in the New York Times the Nazi who worked at a restaurant or something yeah. how he got fired and his fans getting fired and they're all getting run, run out of town because the New York Times you know said he was a Nazi and it's like yeah you can't turn off the computer like if something happens if you get fucking like dragged in public in a lot of cases if it's that big that the New York Times writes a profile you being a Nazi and you for some reason agree to it because you're an idiot it's gonna come back on you you yeah. can't just walk away. I mean, people who say that the, the internet, mm, people say that the internet isn't real life are usually older people. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, that what they don't understand is that, like you mentioned, the New York Times. The New York Times is also a newspaper. Newspaper is real life. If something yeah. gets printed in there, and I mean, it's not, it's not going to stop haunting you. I mean, books are real life. You know, televisions. I mean, it's all real life because as long as it's nonfiction, it's going to affect whoever whoever the subject is and whoever yeah. wrote it and whoever edited it and all that stuff. And a lot of people. Uh, my my age and a little bit older came up in a time of the internet where you didn't use your real name. You know, you had a you had a, a pseudonym or an a, a screen name or whatever, or you had an avatar, and they don't really understand yet. Like I'm talking to people that are like in their thirties, like uh, uh thirty to forties who came up with sort of the internet, but in the older times they're not like the newer kids who have never known an internet where you didn't use your real name. No pre Facebook times where your name was divorced from, from your online presence. So they had that problem where any time, if something went wrong for them, they could just burn that, that whole name and choose a new one. You can't do that anymore. A lot, nah. of, people, a lot of people, they they, they they attach their real names to the things they do, and it can't have consequences at some at certain points. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's weird because, I mean, I would say I'm from the generation where when I started out using the internet, I was... I just kind of assumed because it was it was called a username, not your real name, so I wouldn't make some random shit up like, mm-hmm. you know, like Socrates. I was a very intellectual, high high level, mm-hmm. you know, seven year old. So I was, you know, Socrates sixty nine or something. Dimitrescu is like fucking Ender's Game. Exactly, Descartes. You know, just just oh. st- stuff like that. Normal thing seven year olds know about. Yeah, exactly. Well, seven year olds like me. Okay. And but yeah, and then over time I was kind of brought into. The, I remember the days of instant messenger, which is entirely dead now mm. because of text messaging and Facebook. Everything, everything is instant messaging. Discord, now. Slack, and Skype yeah, killed all, all that, that stuff. Shit. It's just all dead now. I remember those days, and you would kind of use your real name because it would usually be people like who went to school with you who would have it. Um, but yeah, and then I came up, and now I've, I've started. I started with the Facebook, which I'm. I'm fucking done with Facebook. I think it's stupid. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You heard it here. First, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg was in the news recently for taking classes from behavioral psychologists to appear more human. Because there, there are some of these billionaires, and the thing, the whole, the whole joke is, you know, sometimes they seem robotic in interviews and they say weird stuff. I know Zuckerberg had that thing where the interviewer said something about humans, and he was like, "I was human." Oh wait, I mean, I am human. And you know, it's weird and it's funny, of course. Yeah. Um, 
but I think people people get lost in the jokes and the memes and don't realize that the real thing is that once you have this much money, once you're that much of a billionaire, you you don't feel human anymore. You feel like you have ascended because there's literally it's, you have a superpower. Mm-hmm. Being being that rich is like being having incredible superpowers. Batman. Yeah. So and they and they kind of forget what it's like to be human. I mean, and it's as funny as you want it to be. It's also pretty scary. That that's what having that much money can do to a person. You know, mm-hmm. like Elon Musk is a great example. I mean, that man doesn't even seem human anymore. And it's not because he's not. Obviously, he is an actual organic being. But I mean, you roll your eyes. But he <laughs> is. And it's just because he is. He's lost that part of himself because mm-hmm. there's no. There's not there's no comparison to it besides having superpowers. I I'm going to come on a limb here and say that the rich are not human. They are no longer Homo sapiens sapiens. They are Homo sapiens, uh, rich, uh, richican. I don't know. I don't know Latin. They're they're not human. You don't? No, I don't know Latin. They're not human. They suck, and uh, you should not feel bad about hating them. Or eventually, when we put them in the guillotine, don't feel bad about that because that's what's going to have to happen. No, they're not people. Now, you know what are people? You know what are people, Seth? People people are things like humans, elephants, dolphins, octopi, uh, crows. Those are all people. The yeah. rich are not people. Yeah. They we, have... And I'm sure some people don't really agree with our definition of the word people. Mm. They probably think You probably think only humans. Um, but no, there's a lot of things that are people. Yeah. They um, have human level, intel- or human, person level intelligence. But Zuckerberg... Uh, is one of those people who I think was always a little bit off growing up. That's right, we're going to shit talk Mark Zuckerberg on this podcast for a second. He was probably a fucking weirdo who no one liked and was a piece of shit. But getting rich did not help that at all. And you know, you know, you can, we can all feel it deep down in our bones that Mark fucking Zuckerberg, Mark Fuckerberg, is going to be running for president in 2020. If not at, under the Democrat ticket, he'll be running as an independent. And it's going to be a goddamn nightmare. It's incredible that there's a movie about Mark Zuckerberg mm. where one, Jesse Eisenberg, who played him, never met him, just decided that's not worth it. Mm. And two, it's a movie about how he blatantly steals an idea from these two people, twins, and then gets rich. And he's the protagonist. Yeah. That is insane. Written by uh, written by a genius, uh, Aaron Sorkin, incredible writer, just perfect in every. Do you know way. that one time Aaron Sorkin actually broke his nose because he was he was rehearsing his own like dialogue he had written for a TV show in the mirror, and he 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 literally said that at one point it was so snappy and witty that he got into it and hit himself in the face <laughs> with the mirror. And he said that about his own writing, and I have watched some of Aaron Sorkin's stuff. It is not witty. It is snappy because they do make the actors go back and forth real fast, but it's not witty and it's it's bad. Right, Gilmore Girls is also snappy as fuck, but it's not like great. You've written a, a, a show where they can talk very fast. Gilmore Girls is better than The West Wing. I mean, no doubt, like for real, That's Gilmore true. Girls rules. But back to back to back to Mark Zuckerberg. What were we talking about? Oh, I'm not I'm not done with this motherfucker yet. Yeah. Any picture you look at of him, he looks like a robot. He looks like a like one of those real dolls, but they made an ugly one for some reason, I guess for those weirdos out oh, there. And and the pictures you look at, he uh he looks taller than he actually is. Oh yeah, because they, they they shoot them deceptively from low angles so he appears to be tall when he's like what, five five, yeah. five six? He's a fucking little short bitch. And I hate this motherfucker. Damn. And he, he I agree said, though. He I has sixty three billion dollars just piled up somewhere in a closet. 
He's he's like sixty three notches, and he's somehow worse than Notch even because all that money made him even more more of a shitty person. Yeah, I hate Mark Zuckerberg when he runs for in twenty twenty. I will not vote for him. I will tell everyone I know not to vote for him because the answer to a billionaire president is not another billionaire, an even president. more billionaire president. I keep seeing these like liberal hashtag resistance Democrat Twitter people saying like, here's our list of fifty movie stars and billionaires to run for president or office in 2020. It's no. like George Clooney and no. Mark Cuban and no. Oprah Winfrey and fucking no. all these people. And it's like, no, fuck off. Like, yeah, that's... We, we don't need to turn... We don't need to turn our political system into even more of a ridiculous movie. Because at that point, let's just name Seth Rogen president. That'd yeah. be pretty good. It'd be just a ridiculous comedy at that point. Like I said, like I said, like our idea, we need to do a abolish a presidency... Uh, transfer the powers to Congress and the judici- judiciary, and then just name a mascot, and it's Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, Guy or, Fieri, and Terry Crews. Uh, yeah, get, the mascot and co-mascot are two, yes. and they should have to live in the they should have to live in the dormitory. They're together. in the bunk beds together, and it's filmed. It's all filmed. It's all filmed all the time for our consumption. But yeah, uh, all these people like Jeff Bezos or Bezos, however you say his fucking name. Richest man in the world. Oh my god, I hate it. Well, I hate him so much. Like, have you seen him recently? Have you seen what he looks like now? Oh, He's, yeah. like, fucking taking human growth hormone. He's, like, jacked as fuck. Yeah, he, like, takes, like, Krav Maga classes and has, like, tactical vests on whenever he gets out of a helicopter. So fucking ridiculous. Like, dude. he'll ever have to do anything tactical in his life. He's a parody of a billionaire at this point. Like, exactly. He, and he, he used sucks. to be some... He used to be us. He was some dumb fucking nerd who wanted to make a website that sold books and now look where he is. Yeah. He let all that money, all that power get to his head, and now he's a fucking loser. Yeah. And and you got fucking I don't even know I don't even know what Mark Cuban does. Is he Cuban? I don't know what I he don't, does. Is he the president of Cuba? I've I've seen interviews of Mark Cuban mm-hmm. um and stuff. I've I've, I've watched Shark Tank a couple of times. I still have no That's idea. What he's on. I still have no idea what Mark Cuban actually did to get his billion. Um I guess he's just a really smart investor because it seems to be like mm-hmm. his whole thing anyway. Um, I know he has something to do with Intel. I think he invested in Intel or something. And, and yeah, I, he, it's just a mystery. It's like, and I, I've seen Shark Tank. It's him and four other mo- fucking, I guess, billionaires who I've never heard of who people come in and they're just like, it's like, there's like 13 seasons at this point and each one has like four or five people come in and they're like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put, I'll buy your company for $4 million. Mm. And they, apparently they just have this money just to throw around to these people and they and, and they done it for this many seasons, and they none of them has ever been like, oh yeah, I'm out of money. I can't do this anymore. Mark Cuban is the Paris Hilton of billionaires. We don't know why he's famous or why yeah. he's a billionaire, but he is for some reason. I've heard that he. I've heard that recently he unbillionized though. He's not a billionaire anymore. Oh really? Um, just slightly. Um, there was a joke the other day. Somebody on Shark Tank came on, and he turned him down, and they were like, oh, I could have helped you rebillionize, and all the other billionaires laughed at. Him. <laughs> Which is just a hilarious thing to happen on television. Shark Tank is great because it's just it's just easily identifying for us who needs to be put up against the wall first. Um, so our not not even first. Those guys are probably like sixtieth on the list somewhere, but they're yeah. up there. It's gonna be coming for you one of these days because here's the thing. Here's what's happening: is people are waking up all across the country. People are starting to realize they are being fucked over in every single way possible, and they're, well, I mean, right, right now, the reaction is against the Republicans. But Trump was elected off the back of resentment against Democrats for not changing anything. Thank you, Obama, for doing nothing for poor and working class people and passing your piece of shit goddamn Obamacare bill, which did very little for a lot of people and just, in, in, in some case, made it worse. 
like great thanks for losing power for your party for eight years because you were a i don't share knight. the same sentiments on this one yeah fuck obama he didn't do shit he blew okay. up he blew up tons of people overseas he prosecuted our our illegal war against two countries nah screw that guy and screw the democrats people are gonna react against the republicans and we're gonna fucking see a blue wave in 2018 we who knows trump might lose in 2020 to a democratic challenger fucking Mark Zuckerberg is going to come out and then we're going to have more neoliberal hell world but people are eventually going to understand that neither side has their best interests at heart and they're going to have to be replaced and it's going to come to the point where at some point shit's going to have to get violent for it to go down because they're not going to just let us take over I'm just going to let leftists get fucking voted into, into office I mean look what happened in the 60s with uh with uh how do you say it COINTELPRO the yeah. fucking anti-communist, anti-socialist FBI shit. Uh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I didn't say anything. You, you've you been going on. I always said something about how it's cool, Obama, and then, but you know. But, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I think that right now we're in this, we're in this time where the, our nation can go two ways. We're either going to get to where we want, the leftist society, you know, universal basic income, all this stuff where people are protected and you get to you don't have to, you don't have to, like have all this money just to live. That's literally what the cost of being a citizen in America is is ridiculously high. It's either going to come to that, or we're going to go down the idiocracy path. And if you haven't seen the movie Idiocracy, it's about the future where um, American politics has gotten to so much of a basically a popularity contest and a ridiculous shit show that um, money is inflated. I know that movie like a burrito cost seventeen million dollars. And the president was literally, it was Terry Crews, actually. Yeah. And he was like, he was a rock star and he like was shirtless and all the things and would just like blow random like air guitar moments out. And people, we people had, were so dumb, they forgot even how to water plants. They were using uh, basically Gatorade because mm-hmm. it had electrolytes, which is what plants crave. Um, and yeah, I mean, I see, I see those two possibilities. I mean, it, it, it's, it's scary that one could happen and I do, I do hope that it doesn't, but I mean, with people like Mark Zuckerberg and you know, people were talking about how The Rock wants to run. And trust me, I love The Rock as an actor. He's one of the finest working actors that we have. He doesn't need to be president though. He's also a Republican. Which is so weird. He's conservative. It's so weird. The Rock is a fucking conservative. I've seen Fast and Furious. Right. It doesn't yeah. seem like very conservative to me. It seems like what liberals would love leftists i love those movies look everybody loves the fast and furious movies no one can deny it they're the greatest film franchise of all time um they're not really one of the most successful one of the most successful yeah uh people like to hate on the fast and furious because it's like dumb action movies and i'm like yeah because that's what the people want we love dumb action movies by the people for the people exactly one day when we win and like communism controls the country we'll we'll be making action movies out of the ass justin lynn will be a celebrated director of all time he will be he will run the fucking director's hall of fame the new director's hall of fame the good one that doesn't include shitty people um dude by the way hollywood what's going on in hollywood with all these fucking How about Matt Lauer and his sex his, trap office? His, he has his secret under the under the table button. Right, yeah, that will lock you in. They're like, oh, the button is there to prevent like if an sh- active shooter were to happen. I'm like, yeah. How many times have been an active shooter right now at a fucking news station? Yeah, and why is Matt Lauer so selfish? He's just gonna protect himself. Who the fuck is Matt Lauer? Like, I remember this dude's face, and people are like, oh no, I can't believe it was him. And it was like, 
He's just the most generic nothing personality I've ever seen. Is he CBS or NBC or ABC? Who was he? That's how that's how generic he is. I don't know. I, I think, think he was he on was, NBC, right? I think it was CBS. I don't uh, even know. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's just more. And and another thing that's happening now, I've noticed, is I've seen a lot of reports of people. Like I know one of them recently was a you know the actor Jeffrey Rush. Did you hear yeah. this? Mm-hmm. He he stepped down from some actors guild he's in, and it said it said steps down because of misconduct. Mm. And it's it, it's getting to the point where I guess some guys are just like I'm gonna get caught, so I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of all my connections now, so that no one will even care about me anymore, and I won't get you know I won't even get publicized about. Yeah, which is one which is an even worse thing that's happening. Cause some people might not even see ju- some form of justice of getting called out because they're, they're already going to try and cut all their ties and their their agents are probably just dropping them and just doing whatever they can to get them out of everything and just not even have to deal with what they're doing anymore. Like, what, remember what I saw what happened with Garrison Keillor? No. You know who that is, right? I know who Garrison Keillor is. He got fucking, got fucking fired, man. They took his ass off the Prairie Home Companion. He's off of NPR. They're changing the name of the fucking show. They're going to like... That show's been on since like the fucking... Tens. Yeah, exactly. He's gone, dude. Like, holy shit. And then his response, his response to being to being like turned out he was like a sexual predator was like, "Hey, I've been in a lot of photo shoots with a lot of women whose hands went south of the border on me, and I didn't say anything." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure women were grabbing your ass, yeah, Garrison." I'm sure Keeler. women are trying to jerk off Garrison Keeler at a photo shoot. Look at Garrison Keeler. Look at him. His face looks like the word mistake. That's all it is. He looks like sexual predator just from glancing. He at has him. been old for sixty years now. He has never stopped being old. I'm not sure when he when he was born. Is he a vampire? Has anyone seen him in the light? Maybe I don't he, know. maybe he's a robot. He could be a looking robot. at it. But because that was a very uh, remember that scene in the wire where they're driving up out of Baltimore to go somewhere else, and the radio changes over, and they're searching for a new station, and it lands on on Prairie Home Companion, yeah. and they're like, "What the fuck's happening out here?" That's what it feels like when you when, when you listen to this fucking shit. You want to hear a funny story? Sure. So, I, I think it's funny. Maybe, maybe people won't. Um, I didn't know what Prairie Home Companion was for a long time. I didn't know it was a radio show and any, any of that stuff until maybe four or five years ago. I thought it was a play. Yeah. me. I, I thought that after I thought this. The first thing I thought of Prairie Home Companion was, and I had no basis as to why this is what I thought it was. I hadn't had any kind of misconception. I thought that a Prairie Home Companion was like... And let's say there's a really old couple who lives out in the country, and one of them dies, mm-hmm. and the other one just has to live in this house by themselves. I thought a prairie home companion was like when they would buy an animal, and they would fuck that animal. <laughs> I You swerved so hard at the last thing. I thought you were going to say like a companionship animal, but you meant like a companionship animal. Yeah, I thought they would like have like a dog or something, and they would just fuck this dog. Oh my um, god! And that was just what a period home companion was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't far off. No, you I, I wouldn't. I don't say, but yeah, that's what I thought period home companion was. And at, at this point, just as bad. Yeah, pretty um, much. I mean, Garrison Keeler probably fucked yeah. a dog or two. It's crazy. I didn't even know that they're gonna they're gonna change the name and everything. That's yeah, crazy. I guess at this point, you kind of have to. They're erasing him from existence, like what happened with Chris Benoit. Remember that when he killed his whole fucking family and himself. They like they like deleted him from the WWE archives. Like you can't yeah. see him anymore. They actually like they they refused for a while to release any DVDs that had any Chris Benoit matches on them. And they obviously the ones that are already out people had, and you couldn't erase those. Um, but then they finally did. They finally released another a Chris Benoit match a couple years ago because they did a 
a compilation DVD of all the best Money in the Bank uh, ladder matches, which no one gives a shit about what I'm saying right now. But this is important. No, no, dude, people love wrestling. This is Continue, important. Please. And it had it had Chris Benoit in it because mm-hmm. he was in the first Money in the Bank, so they had to include him. Um, and there were a lot of jokes online. People would like take the footage and they put a big black box over Chris Benoit and be like, they just wouldn't even show who he was. And they would like every time like Jim Ross said his name, it would say Grimmer <laughs> instead. And that's kind of like that's kind of what. The point people are probably trying to get to now with all these people who are getting ousted and stuff. Yeah, they fucking replaced Kevin Spacey in a movie coming out this month. Yeah. They reshot all of his scenes to somebody else. Like Must have a... Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. Must have right. a uh, small part in that movie if it's still going to come out this month. Or they just did a crazy amount of reshoots. Well, remember when Hulk Hogan uh, was revealed to be saying like racist-ass shit and they took him out of the WWE for a while. I think he's back now, though, right? They yeah. Put him back. How crazy is it that, like... A year or two ago, Hulk Hogan was helped by a billi- by the billionaire, soon-to-be vampire techno lord Peter Thiel, to destroy an entire media company. Well, I mean, they're still around, but it did put a big dent in- into them, and it was all because of a vindictive act by Peter Thiel. That's yeah. all it was. He people, he bankrolled this whole thing just to get back at people. People talk a lot of shit about Gawker, and it was like just like tabloid type shit. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but like. That's just the opening salvo. They can do it to them. They'll start doing it to other people too. These billionaires will find people with legitimate grievances against media companies and use their money to destroy them. Like, it doesn't matter how you feel about Gawker or the kind of reporting they did, but this is a scary first step. This is a scary precedent to set for a free media, or a free press. Yeah, and I mean, like people say Gawker is tabloid trash. So, I mean, why was you... Sure. I mean, of course, if people don't know what happened to Peter Thiel, um, Gawker made an article about how he how he's gay. And mm-hmm. this is before he had actually publicly come out, and he thought it was very offensive that they did this. I, I never read the article because it was so long ago. I don't even know what their evidence was. I never be. even saw it until the, the court Yeah, I didn't see it until a lot. Anyway, it, exactly. It didn't even fucking matter. I, I checked Gawker sometimes. It didn't even fucking matter to me. It was mm-hmm. whatever. Because even I, a person who checks stuff like Kotaku and Gawker and their sites... I don't really care about a lot of stuff that gets gets on Gawker. It's usually shit that doesn't matter to me. And it's like, there's all these tabloids on the the stands that say, Angelina Jolie actually has bat wings. Mm-hmm. Like, does Angelina Jolie need a bankroll and operation to get them taken down? No. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, the, the thing is, you I respect somebody more if they just, like, play it off. Or, you know, if, if you take control of the situation, you win. But instead, you decide to get really vindictive about it and help Hulk Hogan, of all people, win a, a case. Well, you see, Peter Thiel doesn't want us to uh, doesn't doesn't want anybody covering his future uh, endeavors as a vampire. Have you seen? Do you know what I'm talking about? By the way, have you seen this? Yeah, they actually. It's funny. Silicon Valley this year did a parody of it. Oh the, right, the yeah. New season. Remember, Gavin was taking um, blood from the young dude. Yeah. So mm-hmm. explain it. Just talk about it a little bit. Basically, fucking uh, Peter Thiel wants to take blood from young people and use it in his own body because he thinks it'll make him live longer. Because because the final goal of all these rich motherfuckers is to conquer death and become immortal and be rich for fucking ever and lord it over us with no need for heirs or estate taxes to worry about which we're trying to kill in the tax plan because their ultimate goal is to transcend humanity entirely. Why isn't John Rockefeller still alive? Because fucking death finally Because he died. Him. Right. You yeah. know? And the, P- Peter Thiel sees that and he's like, hmm, what if I could not do that last part? <laughs> What if I had the insane wealth without the part where I died? Yeah, he went to the Wikipedia page and saw like birthday to to the death day. He's like, what if that what if that wasn't there? 
you know and that's just what he that's, that's the whole thing they're trying to reach you know people always talk about the singularity and how one day our consciousnesses will be conscious i used to sort of be into that by the way um exactly they'll they'll be uploaded into computers and you can do whatever you want and you'll live forever and sure that's going to happen for a very select few group of people because that's what they want all these people they want to get to that point where they're put onto this basically i mean honestly we call it a computer but it's really a fantasy land because you mm-hmm. up there you can actually do whatever you want and you're that, like a dead mormon with his own planet yeah and that's what and that's what they want but I mean, people people think that once these rich people invent it, they're just going to give it to everybody. No, no, that's not that's not how any of that works. No, it's they're they're not going to let you have access to this wonderful technology because you're fucking poor. Like I used to be really like here, here's the thing full full disclosure. I used to be super into like like uh like t- like the singularity, uh, techno utopian visions of the future, and then eventually I realized that that. That's just that's just a rich white guy's dream is what it is because ain't nobody else gonna get to be immortal ain't nobody else gonna get their own fucking cyber universe to live in you're gonna be a cyber god and here's the thing people often think that like the rich will just like fuck off into space and leave us alone here and shit no man they are going to kill us all the future of the world is communism the question is for how many yeah. Who gets to live in the communist society where money doesn't matter and everything's free? Will it be all of us or just some of us? And the way I see it is, either we all go or fucking nobody goes. Yeah. And I think the whole thing about singularity and all that is, it's a cool idea, but I want to die. I mean, maybe not today, obviously, but I don't know. I think death is important. I've already said, man, 50 years old... So again, arthritis and shit, I'm done. Put a bullet in my I'm head. I'm finally going to reveal my age to all the listeners who are very curious about this. <laughs> I'm 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And I truly, honestly, I know we joke a lot. I 100% believe I'm in the middle of my life. I don't think that I'm going to live much past 44 if the country keeps going, or the world keeps going in the direction it's going now. Yeah, that's true. So, that is true. It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm in my midlife crisis. That's what this podcast is. It's just my midlife crisis. <laughs> midlife crisis. And it's the almost end of your life podcast. I know, right? I'm almost done, man. I'm on the way yeah. out at this point. I can already feel it in my bones. Like, maybe we'll get nuked by North Korea or we'll fucking I, I get into a real fucking war with Russia or some shit. That'd be hilarious. What a way to die fucking to finally get that hot war with the russians and they're not even fucking communists anymore what 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 they're cap it's just it's just it's it's, it's oh it's so stupid that would be, be awesome just fucking die in the nuclear yeah. where's the part though is we live we live often in the, in a rural area we won't even have the benefit of dying in the opening salvo we're gonna have to die of like radiation poisoning yeah, and starvation exactly we'll try and go I'll, somebody will try and go underground i'll just stay i'm like fucking i'm saying above i'm gonna die oh, yeah. anyway i'm gonna tear off all my clothes all of my clothes every article of clothing i'll be stripped you from won't my, need anymore. my corpulent body yeah and i'm going to like walk around the land and the, the first thing i see i'm going to wrestle it to death and we're gonna see who wins me or that thing it doesn't matter what it is person go for it dog all right come here horse all right a little tougher we'll give it a shot though only one person makes it out of this don't, fight don't wrestle a horse please i'm gonna wrestle this fucking horse they're so docile and stupid i could probably get on top of it and fucking break its neck somehow yeah i don't know now i would just go around and start like I would start stealing cars and i would just drive for a while just mm-hmm. drive on open road just drive until you die yeah you know? If the nukes aren't going off, who gives a shit that's, anymore? We're that's done. the last Fast and Furious movie. It the is. Nuclear, nuclear bomb shit. goes off. The whole crew is off on some country road. Mm. They hear about it and they just take their cars 
And they just drop. Oh, I know what I would do. I'd also try and eat everything I killed as well. Fast and Furious 32, drop until you die. Drop until you die! Holy shit, that's a great name! Yes. Oh, fuck! Yeah. That'll, okay, be, yeah. that'll be at the point where the Marvel superheroes are introducing <laughs> the universe, and Star Wars is there as well. I mean, why not? The Fast and Furious guys are basically superheroes at this point. They they do more super stuff than the Hulk. They honestly, do. Than most of the, the Avengers. The fucking Vin Diesel catches, like, fucking Michelle Rodriguez out of the middle of the air, the two cars yeah, they're, collide. they're both flying at, like, equal velocity. Yeah. He catches her completely safely and then lands on his back yeah. after flying, like, 35 miles an hour in the air. And not even a scratch. Like he was wearing a tank top. Mm. Not even a single scratch on him when he hits the ground. No, of course not. Because you know your back is invincible. You can't be hurt on your back. Come on, you can fall from any distance as long as you hit something soft like water. Because you know yeah. water doesn't have a thing called surface tension that is a concrete. If you hit it, no, uh, uh-uh. that's that's stupid. Yeah, when people jump off of bridges to kill themselves, what you don't notice is they actually like slit their own throats on the way down. That's not the water that kills them. You know, I want to see is a movie where a guy like jumps off of a cliff, like a James Bond movie, and he's like plummeting towards the water. And so, t- because he because he knows though that surface tension exists and that he will splatter on this fucking this this water. What he does is because you know you, you can like you can if you hit it with a, a small thing like your fingers first is why Olympic yeah, divers that's, that's why divers do that as small as possible. He pulls out his gun and he starts firing into the water to break it up so when he hits it it won't be as bad could that work i don't know maybe i don't know if mythbusters is still a show because i've only ever seen like one episode but if mythbusters Mm -hmm. is still a show do that yeah please test that out for us because that would be awesome yes um we've talked about a lot of stuff today i think we're kind of done i think it's time to wrap it up so uh this has been another episode of the illennials podcast another good episode another good episode it's not about star wars um, I, of course, can be found, uh, on Twitter at, uh, at MC surf, um, S E R F. You can find me there if you ever want to talk to me about shit or send in, uh, uh, submissions or you just want to call me a dumb idiot. I do that a lot. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm at life of Seth, life underscore of underscore Seth. Um, I don't tweet that much. Um, but I like Frasier. So if you like <laughs> Frasier, come check it out. But yeah, uh, that's another episode, guys. All right, yeah, y'all take it easy. We will see y'all again next week.